0: Welcome to The Next Spring, a podcast about renewal and reinvention. I'm your host, Kathleen Goodman, a longtime student of change and an avid learner who loves to spot the links in disparate ideas. I'm in the throes of my own reinvention, so come walk along with me as I find my way through the unknown. This is Episode 3, Retreat. When we're in these uncomfortable in-between places, what can we do to find our way through and begin to see the future that is coming? Last week, we looked at riding. Another way to do that is to retreat, to take yourself away from the day-to-day and be in an unfamiliar environment and see what comes up. Now, before you think, I don't have any time for that, let me tell you a little bit about some perspectives on retreat. When my medical leave began, one of the first things I did was I went on a retreat. I stepped away from work, from my family, from home. I went to this tiny A-frame in the woods. I remember the smell when I walked in the door. It was wood smoke and bacon. It was the smell of my grandparents' house in Wemmy, Oregon, tucked in the woods on the shores of the Salmon River. The smell made me feel at home. I had no agenda. I brought some books and some blank pages. At first, I just sat around. I made a little fire. I sat on the couch. I stared at the trees out the window. I felt lost. I hadn't been alone in a long time. Not really alone. For days on end, with no one to take care of and nothing to do and nowhere to be. I was disoriented. It's a funny thing running on adrenaline for so long. I didn't know how to sit still, how to just be. I felt like I needed to do something productive, so I made some lunch. I intended to go for a walk after lunch, but Mother Nature's sense of humor is lively, and a torrential downpour started while I was eating. As if the very world around me was saying, just sit down, do nothing, just be. I still couldn't, so I went up and unpacked, set up a little meditation altar, put the rest of the groceries away, and so on. Finally, with the rain still pounding, I sat on the couch and read. But I couldn't concentrate on a book, so I got out a notepad and started to write. I was thinking about work. I was feeling ashamed and scared about what it meant that my body was fighting back, what people would think of me, what this might mean for my hard-won career. It was a doom spiral. Then the pain came, cracking over me in waves. I laid down and wept. A little while later, the skies cleared, and I took a short stroll to the beach. I wrote about barnacles. A barnacle starts its life floating adrift in the open water, unsure where or if it will settle. Then one day, the ocean nudges it toward the perfect place. It may look random, it may seem planned, but no matter. In that moment, it brushes against a piling, the soft taste of open wood making it irresistible to grab. Once it settles, the barnacle puts down its roots, growing and eating, nudging up against its neighbors, creating a fortress to protect itself, and powerful doors to let in the ocean each day. I wish that I were a barnacle, to only have to float on the great ocean once for a lifetime. But that is not my fate. My life has had a few great barnacle migrations, where I'm pried off the comforts of the known world and plunged into the cold uncertainty of the sea. It's dark and I flinch every time, as though I don't trust it. But deep down I do. I just got so used to the idea of reaping the joys of what emerged from my last leap of faith that I can't let go easily. I cry out, no, 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 but I know deep down the tide is already carrying me away. The life that is waiting will not be put off. I'm already moving before I even think I've let go. Retreating is like peeling yourself from that cozy rock, girding yourself for the journey ahead, and plunging headlong into the sea. A retreat needs to last a few days. The first day I was kind of settling in. I had an idea of why I'd come. I was doing the things I could think of to do, I was clearing out the junk that was in my mind. But it wasn't until the third day that I really started to find the unexpected. I had to pass through the yucky in-between day where I wondered if it was even a good idea. I thought, nah, I'll just pack up and head home. I faced the resistance to really stepping into the shadowy corners where my longings, my deep wisdom, and the truths I didn't want to face lie. But I did face them, and it was worth it. At the end of the fifth day, yeah, I was there five days, I actually was sad to leave. I felt like I could hear myself think again. I knew my own mind in a way that I hadn't in a very long time. The time alone in that retreat gave me new perspective and helped give rise to the beginning of a transition. I wanna share with you a few perspectives on retreating. The first is from Catherine May. She has a book that came out last year called Wintering, and it's about the importance of rest and retreat when life falls apart. She talks about this idea of falling into somewhere else, the somewhere else, like a different pace to the world. You're sort of in between worlds. And she really plays a lot with this idea of winter, a time when things are fallow, when you're sort of cut off from life. If you think about it, winter is the season when trees and animals withdraw from the world. Things are out of sight. But they're not dead. This is nature's way of transforming and bringing new life to the world in the springtime. It's a time to slow down, to rest, to do nothing. She also talks a lot about how we tend to hide these seasons in our lives from view. They're sort of like an embarrassing anomaly. Let's just ignore that. It was a bad time. As opposed to celebrated as a real season of renewal. I know I felt a little bit that way about my own retreat. Like it was kind of an anomaly or an odd thing to do to go away by myself just to be with me. But it was worth it. So if you decide to treat yourself to a retreat, don't be surprised if it feels a little awkward, but maybe do it anyway. Because it might form an important sort of modern day rite of passage. We don't have rituals where we withdraw ourselves from our community in life today. But it was a central part in a lot of rites of passage in cultures around the world to go away into the woods, to be alone, to struggle mightily, and to return. In his book, Transitions, William Bridges suggests a retreat as one of the ways to find your way through the neutral zone. You need to withdraw and be alone. Take yourself away from the familiar and the ordinary pulls of life. And in that way, you can kind of journey into nothingness and open yourself to receiving what's emerging. He talks about this idea of removing old glasses, which I love, um, but also to kind of getting really present to everything that's happening around you, every little detail, any weird hunches that pop up or coincidences that you notice, but also how important it is not to produce or accomplish anything. Which is so countercultural to my own training, but to actually just be for days. You're there to be with you, with whatever comes up for you, whatever you're feeling. If you're happy, be happy. If you're sad, be sad. Just be with you. Study your own mind and heart. And if you do, you just might find there's a part of the future that waits for you that starts to come up. So here's my invitation for you this week. Take yourself on a retreat. You're going to need at least three days, so find a few days when you can get away from work and your family or your pets or whatever. Leave behind anything that you've got to take care of. And pick yourself a nice spot, maybe somewhere with some natural beauty. If you're an ocean person, maybe by the sea. If you like being in the woods, try that there's a place you've been wanting to go that's been on your dream board for a long time, pick that. There's lovely little cottages and cabins littered all over the country. Find yourself one, book a few days, and go. You can make a plan if you're a planner. Feel free. Think of questions you want to reflect on. Pick up one of the writing prompt books that we talked about last time. Or just show up and wait to see what happens. Follow your impulses. Right now I feel like eating. Right now I think I'll have a nap. Hmm, Maybe I'll go for a walk now. Just listen to what comes up. And enjoy. By way of offering a little visceral inspiration, I thought I'd read you a poem I wrote in the little A-frame where I did my retreat. Here it is. Wood. Wood. Smoke, bacon, the smell of cozy cabins of yore greets you, welcomes you with its warmth. It opens the way to reflect, to find, to rest, to discover. It travels with you, coming back in a flood of remembered ahas, laughs, and breaths when you next enter one of its kind. The things you create here never leave you. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And be sure to subscribe so you can follow along as we find our way into the next spring. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to share it with a friend. I'll see you next time.